0: Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. And uh, I wonder if, who else can I ask? Jordan, would you go at the back please for me? And uh, we've got one of these and we're going give to the, give them out to the best behaved kid, okay? So we've got two of them. So we're going to be looking for those who are just listening or engaged. You'll at all the right jokes, okay? So, okay, well I... We'll, uh, <laughs> The biggest kid in the world is on the front row. And um, if I can say secondly, thanks to uh, not only the, the teachers, and I'll make mention of that in a minute, and the schools, but thanks to the parents and guardians and grandparents who, who have invested your time in being here this, this morning. You might be wondering what on earth we, we were doing with people who were lifting their hands and people who were dancing on the stage the reality is, I don't know whether anybody saw the uh, Ariander Grande Love Manchester concert. Just give me a wave if you, if you saw that. There were some people doing some maniac things. I mean, they're on the shoulders, they were doing all this. When the Favourite Act came on, they were getting all excited. And the reality is, what we don't want to do is create a church that's boring. We don't want to create a church that's just, you have to be quiet and you know, the, the facilities aren't nice and not, aren't warm and the seats aren't comfortable and, and then we just have somebody who's just banging on about something. What we actually want to do is create something of life and vitality. And so we, we uh, in some ways, I am sorry if your kids didn't come in with headphones and the drummer was going for it, but we just think that actually our Jesus, the one who's changed our life, is worthy of praise and worthy of honour. And so that's what we do, we express worship to him so just to give you a little bit of context why we do the things that we do and it's also a joy to be able to just share for a few moments just around something of God's word I'm just very mindful there are people here who wouldn't normally come to church and it's not your thing and that's fine but you're here because of your kids or your your grandkids and but there's also a group of people who call this home this is actually their home. They, they're committed to Jesus and this is what they love to do. So I'm trying to just share something that hopefully will be appropriate for every one of us. What I want to talk about this morning is how we can be brave. How we can be brave. This is what it says in Joshua and chapter 1 and verse 9. And this is a book in the Bible found in the Old Testament. And it was written according to the accounts of this. He was a national leader. Joshua was a national leader of the people of God. And it reads in the first chapter of Joshua and verse 9. It says this. Have I not commanded you? It's God speaking to Joshua. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I wonder if we could just leave those words on the screen for the entire message. I want to say this to to many of you. There are numbers of people who at this moment are afraid. There are numbers of people in our world who are discouraged. But I want to tell you that my confidence, and I'm just a normal bloke, who happens to lead this wonderful church, and I love being part of this community, my confidence, as Julius led us in, is in Jesus. So actually, I don't need to be afraid, and I don't need to live my life with constant discouragement. Of course, all of us at times fear, and all of us at times are discouraged. But what it's saying is, we don't have to live like that all the way through our lives. Why? Why? Because the Lord says to me, "I will be with you yes, amen. wherever you go." Amen. So wherever I'm going, my confidence is the Lord is with me. You say, "Well, you're a bit foolish, aren't you?" Believing that, well, it's stood me in good stead for the last 25 years. Anybody with me? It's, it's, it's helped me over these last 25 years, and. You're very well. well you're not actually very welcome to all come into my office tomorrow morning because there'll be too many of you, but you're all very welcome to open up my, if there was a reality TV that was going to look at a pastor, now there's an idea, isn't there? You'd be able to see, see my life and of course the, 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 the ups and downs, my wife and we have four children and our lives aren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. We don't. We don't have, you know, angels. where we. I glide on. That'd be an idea, wouldn't it? Like the hoverboard. I quite like that idea. You know, the clouds where we're hovering and everything's not. Not everything doesn't run perfect for me. But I want to tell you, in the midst of challenges, difficulties, things that I've faced in my past, opposition. This is my confidence. Yeah, true. That actually, I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be discouraged. Why? Because God says, He'll promise to go before me and He promises to be with me wherever I go. So my message in these few minutes that I've got is be brave. Be brave. Because we live in very, very uncertain times. Kids, we live in uncertain times. Adults, we live in uncertain times. On a global and national level. All I want to say is this, there are terrorism that's around the world. But... Let's drive it closer to homes. Some young people, you're about to engage with GCSEs, A-levels. We've just gone through the SATs. I'm looking at Simon here, the head teacher of Common A. It's a terrifically stressful time, both for kids, parents and teachers. I don't want to get political, but it just creates a lot of stress. And a lot of kids walk into SATs with great fear. And they're uncertain because they're told that if they don't get the right sats, then it's going to affect the rest of their lives. Can I just let you into a bit of a secret and I'll let the teachers deal with me after? If you haven't done so well in your sats, it ain't going to change anything. You just need to keep working hard, okay? Keep listening to the teachers. And I'm telling you, your future will unfold for you, okay? I didn't do the best at school. You may say, well, look at you now. Let's not go there. But, you know, the reality is, it's not all dependent on that. You need to work hard. Kids, are you hearing me? Give me a wave if you're hearing me. You need to work hard, okay? But it ain't going to affect if you haven't done as well as you. Just do better in senior school, yes? All right, there's about four of you. Believe that. (laughs) Some people have fears about meeting new people. Some people are going to go on a plane for the very first time. You're going to go abroad and you're frightened. You don't know what what it looks like. You've never been in the air before. Lots of people afraid are frightened by different things but this is what I love about this thought of being brave you see Mandela Nelson Mandela said this I learned that courage was not the absence of fear but the triumph over it we all fear but actually my confidence is that God will enable me to overcome all the fears that surround me. That is why I'm in awe of people who show great courage. There are people with physical challenges who show great courage. You're remarkable people. You don't allow the physical, physical challenges of your lives to stop you from doing and stop you from accomplishing. I think you're amazing. There are some people who have overcome tremendous odds in the life of this church. They were raised on the wrong side of town. They had no background, no education. What I mean, no background. They had no education in their background. They were raised badly, but they've overcome all those challenges with great courage to accomplish something wonderful in their lives. So what are we here to do? Well, part of the thought is we want to celebrate those who are making an incredible difference. Police officers, fire officers, teachers, nurses, doctors, those who serve in the council. I wonder if you're in that list. Whether you'd give me a wave if you're a nurse, if you're a teacher, just give me a wave where you are. If you're a doctor, if you're a fireman, if you're involved in the police. I wonder if we could just give them a great round of applause. Many of these people, many of these people, are serving the needs of others before themselves. And if we're going to be brave, we need to stand up and stand out. You see, we live in a world that's obsessed with fame and fortune. But real purpose and satisfaction comes as we serve others. But there are some reasons why people don't want to do that. Why they don't want to stand up and stand out. And why they don't want to make a difference in this world is because they allow the fear to stop them. Some people, listen to me, are too self-absorbed in themselves. It's all about themselves. It's all about me. And I have to say, I think that's the biggest challenge that we have in the United Kingdom, that people just live for themselves, if I can just be really honest. It's just all about me, what I can get, what what I've got to get out of this, what's in it for me. That's why people don't make a difference. But some other people don't want to stand up and stand out and make a difference because they just want to fit in. You want to go just blend into the background and fit in. And then there's other people who would say, I'm not going to make a difference, I'm not going to be brave because it's just not my problem, so I'm not going to get involved in fixing it. And I think all those reasons are not valid reasons for us to get involved. You see, what we need is to create some unsung heroes and we're going to be brave. If somebody could just hold that child just to the back, that would be really helpful for me, please. Thank you. There's a man by the name of Giorgio Palasca. Anybody ever heard of him? Give me a wave. No, I didn't think so. Because this man by the name of Giorgio Palasca was not celebrated, he wasn't knighted. He won no medals or trophies and he didn't grace the stage or appear on the TV and films. But who is he? Just listen to me for a moment, adults and children, because it's really important. There's a point I'd want to make. This man who nobody had ever heard of was an Italian. But he helped to save literally thousands of Hungarian Jews from the Holocaust by issuing them fake passports and enabling them to travel to neutral countries. After working at the Hungarian embassy with a Spanish diplomat in creating false passports to move the Jews out of the country, this diplomat left. And on him leaving, Pulaska pretended to be the substitute for this man so he could continue to print false passports. Here's my point. Before I make that, he also personally sheltered thousands of Hungarian Jews Whilst they were waiting for their passports, this was so dangerous. It's estimated that Giorgio saved over 3,000 Jews from the Holocaust. And after the war, he returned back to Italy, where he lived, listen, in obscurity. Until he was contacted in 1987 by a group of Hungarian Jews that he had rescued. And his remarkable story became public. He ultimately died in 1992. This is my point. He wasn't awarded anything. He wasn't on TV. He wasn't, there wasn't a film made out of, about him. But he lived a remarkable man who lived for the service of others. He was brave and he made a difference and ultimately saved thousands of Jews. Now, of course, we're not in the middle of a Holocaust, thank God. We're not in the middle of, middle of challenges like that. So you may say, well, what does this mean to me? Well, I think every one of us can be brave, whether we're only 10 or whether we're 100. How can we be brave? How does this apply to me? Well, I think we can be brave and we can make a difference by the kindness that we show to others, by the love that we freely give away, by forgiveness. Instead of allow, allowing somebody to lash out at us and we go back, we turn the other cheek. By good manners, good manners, please, thank you, sorry. These are things that can make an incredible difference by honoring and respecting our parents parents and those who live and those who are in authority. You know, some of the things I've just mentioned are virtues that are often seen as obsolete and and old-fashioned. But these are things that I think practically we can make a difference with. You know, as I close, this church, this is for everybody, is frequented on Sundays, not by do-gooders and perfect people. If you come next Sunday, we'd welcome you. Father's Day, you'd be very welcome because it's not full of perfect people and it's not full of do-gooders. It's not even full of religious people. In fact... This church is open for everyone to come. That's why we set this service up. It means that sinners and the saved alike attend together. But in this mix of people, there are some who are like myself, who call themselves, listen, a follower of Jesus. In two minutes, I want to say to you why I follow Jesus. Because some people have asked me at times, well, why do you follow Jesus? What's the big deal about him? Yeah, we get Christmas, we get Easter, but it's irrelevant. Well, for me, as I've studied and looked at it, Jesus was a remarkable man. He lived his message. That's what's so remarkable about it. He taught something profoundly different that was a message of forgiveness, of love, of kindness, of patience, and of sacrifice to the fellow man and woman. Listen, he identified with the real needs of the people and he lived amongst the people, not in a a throne room far away from the people, he lived amongst them. And he faced the same temptations that you and I face day by day. Yet the Bible records and history records he was without sin. He lived in the world and loved the world. And then he lovingly and freely gave up his life to be the sacrifice for God to save the sins of the world. You see, this Jesus was born into prejudice, political uncertainty, but he was brave. And he faced his fears and made a difference. And listen to me, Jesus is still making a difference today. This is why I can say to you with confidence, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be be afraid and do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God, Jesus, will be with you wherever you go. Young or old, I'm calling all of us. To have a bravery, a confidence that only comes through knowing Jesus. I wonder if we just bow our heads for a moment. I want to pray for you this morning because I do, before we move on, I'm going to love to watch the kids and how they perform and it's going to be great. But I just am very mindful there's some people here who are living in fear. You're uncertain. And the message... That you are hearing is stirring something positively in your heart.